0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestry and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, October the 28th. Our reading this morning is a short one, but it really shows us Jesus in a rather unfamiliar expression today. It's taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 19, verses 41 through 44. Luke 19:41 through 44 and throughout the gospel of Luke and to really all of the gospels the 3 years of Jesus' public ministry has been a journey a journey from Bethlehem and of course before Bethlehem at the right hand of the father where Jesus travels to a far country from the throne of heaven into a crib in Bethlehem in a stable. And throughout his public ministry, the three years, Jesus has been making his way steadily to Jerusalem and to the Passover. And we know that throughout this journey there have been ups and downs, high points and low points. But all along the way, the evil one has been placing obstacles in Jesus' way, even within his own disciples. At one point, after Peter receives the keys of the kingdom on the road to Caesarea Philippi, Jesus tells him that he has to go to Jerusalem, be rejected by the elders, Suffer and die and rise on the third day. And we remember that Peter says, Oh, Lord, don't let that happen to you, which, of course, Peter also means don't let that happen to us. Jesus rebukes him. And again, at the Gospel of St. John, at the end of the Book of Signs, chapter 12, Jesus says... This is why I came. This is my mission. Is for this hour, the hour of his passion, his death, and his resurrection. And so Jesus has been making a steady journey, a journey to Jerusalem. And now in this particular passage from the Gospel of St. Luke, Jesus coming within sight of the city of Jerusalem, Here's the part that we're really not used to. Jesus wept over it. There's only two times in the Gospels where the writer tells us that Jesus wept. In the Gospel of John, Jesus weeps before calling forth Lazarus from the tomb. He weeps at the death of Lazarus. So much so that the crowd, the people that are there, Martha, Mary, the disciples, and the crowd that has gathered, they say, look how much he loved him, how much he loved Lazarus. And he also, of course, loves Martha and Mary, who are the sisters of Lazarus. And Jesus weeps over the city of Jerusalem. Now that's, why is he weeping over the city of Jerusalem? This is, was the end point. This was the hour of his mission. And Jesus tells us, he says, if only you had known the path to peace this day, if only you had known the path to peace, but they would refuse time and again, they refuse Jesus, who is the path to peace. Jesus is peace itself. He's not simply peace here and peace there, but it is the very peace that only God can bring. The world cannot give and the world cannot take away, but it is only found in the person of Jesus the Christ. If only you had known, known has If only you had accepted, if only you had opened yourself to my person and to my word, you would have the peace you have been looking for, not the peace that Rome can give you, not the peace that comes from the sacrifices that you make in the temple, not the peace that the world can give you in whatever form it may be, but that true, eternal, lasting peace that is only found in him. But you would not accept it. But you have completely lost it from view. You say, well, they saw him. Yes, they saw him with their natural eye and with their cold heart. They did not see him with the insight of faith. And throughout the gospel, it is the despised, the neglected, the castaways, the invisible, those who are looked upon as sinful, unclean, unworthy, the sinner, the leper, the prostitute, the harlot, the tax collector. Those are the ones who responded to Jesus, the crowds, because they sensed in Jesus That all of the other things that they had tried, all of the other things that they thought would bring them peace, and that peace was as elusive as it has ever been. In fact, in some instances, the very things that promised peace turn out to be for their torment, for their anxiety and their fear but you have completely lost it from view because they are not looking with the insight of faith through the Holy Spirit. They are looking with the natural eye. And Jesus says the days will come upon you when your enemies encircle you with a rampart, hem you in, press you hard from every side. They will wipe you out, you and your children, within your walls and leave not a stone within you. And that will happen in 70 AD, when the Romans come in and they raz and bring down the city of Jerusalem and destroy the temple. It's a terrible time of occupation. It's a time of tremendous suffering in Jerusalem. That, that will happen. And Jesus said, that time will come. Your enemies, the Romans. But the real enemy is not the Romans. It's not Caesar. It's not Pontius Pilate. The real enemy is their failure to respond to Jesus. That's the failure. It's always the failure of sin. Failure of sin is to say that I can live apart from God I can be my own God, I can find and make my own peace rather than receive it as God's gift. And so Jesus says, because you fail to recognize the time of your visitation, the time of your visitation, you fail to recognize. They could not recognize because... Their hearts were cold, marble and stone encased, wrapped in steel. And Jesus does not force himself in. He does not break open our hearts. He does not come like some kind of storm trooper. With Jesus, it's always a persuasion, an invitation, an encouragement To open yourself for the one who is true peace. And I want to give it to you as a gift. And for our part, it requires us to open ourselves to the very word and person of Christ. The one who is our peace. Because you fail to recognize the time of your visitation. And we know down through history that Jesus not only was weeping for the city of Jerusalem, but weeping because we still, we still, even in this 21st century, we fail to recognize the time of our visitation. Jesus among us in his church, the body of Christ in the scriptures which we have, the sacraments, the ability to see all around us the splendor and the might of God offered to us as gift. That is our our peace. You can't have peace with something that can be taken back from you, that can be snatched from you against your will. As Jesus says, moth consume, thief break in and steal, something that you can lose. But the peace of Christ is permanent, lasting, eternal, and it's a gift. And it doesn't come with a price tag other than a willingness to be open to receive it. We have to ask Jesus to come into our minds and into our hearts and to the center of our being, that Jesus will not weep over us because we fail to recognize the time of our visitation. So today is a good day for us to reflect and ask ourselves, have we recognized the time of our visitation? Have we recognized that each day Jesus passes, passes us with the offer of that true and lasting peace that is his gift to us, his very self, his very word, his very sacrament, and as the great gift of faith and to be able to live and worship in the body of Christ the Church. That is our time of visitation, and each day of mercy the Lord gives us. Jesus is passing by. This day, let us not add to the tears of Jesus, but let heaven and earth rejoice, because at the time of our visitation, this day, we recognize the one who is our true lasting, and eternal peace. God bless you.